0: 97% of people who start to write their book don't finish writing their book. You want to put yourself out there, put yourself out there with quality, put yourself out there, not just let me slap a few pages together, throw some sizes, throw some blank pages and something and push it out there. It's your brand on the line.
1: Right. And so that's where I'm
0: sharing that for me. Book is the ultimate marketing tool because I get most of my clients through my books. You're listening to The Leader's Lab with Dr.
1: Charity TV. Welcome
0: to the Leaders Lab, the podcast created to help millennial, multi passionate entrepreneurs build, organize, launch, and manage their online brands and businesses without losing balance. And now, here's your host, the digital organization development consultant, cross cultural communications specialist, and your favorite global leader, Dr. Charity C. Campbell.
1: Hey, 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 Entre Leaders, happy Wednesday, and welcome to this week's episode of the Leaders Lab podcast. If you are new here, I am your host, Dr. Charity C. Campbell, better known as Dr. C., and I am a doctor of management, a world-class millennial global leader, an academic professional, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Right here in the Leaders Lab, we talk all things Entre Leadership. This is where we take entrepreneurship and leadership, and we marry the two together, We also talk about communication skills and balance as a millennial professional. And in today's very special episode, our esteemed guest is here to help us learn more about authority positioning, doubling your profits without spending a dime, and creating compelling content. Now, our special guest is none other than Divya Parekh, a 10-time number one best-selling author, combines her years of neuroleadership, writing experience, and positioning coaching to help high-achieving business leaders uncover their potential, build confidence in their life's narrative, and write an authority-building book so they get recognized as the trusted leader in their industry. The positioning helps them garner the authority and social proof to create influence and drive impact. Divya and her team have helped 165 authors and counting to become number one best-selling authors and garner six-figure opportunities. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one we need today. (laughs) Please help me welcome to the Leaders Lab. Divya Parekh, welcome to the Leaders Lab, love. Oh, thank you for having me. Really appreciate. And I
0: love you. No.
1: see, Thank you. Listen, you love my energy and I love your experience. Where are all these number one best selling authors coming from? And make me one. I need to be one. No, I'm not <laughs> I know I'm laughing, but I'm really serious. No, I need to work with you. Oh, it would be my honor to support you. Wow! So, first of all, ten times, ten times. This is incredible. How did you get started in all of this, and how did you get to be a ten-time best-selling author? I'm gonna keep saying that number. That number is just extremely <laughs> impressive for me. I'm just ten times. Oh wow. gosh! Please help us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So the story goes back a long time ago, when I was okay. a child, and I used to write short stories and poems. And of course, Mm. as my mother used to share, bless her heart, she's passed away. She'd say, I would specifically tell you not to bring your short stories. And whenever we had company, I just kind of rushed through. I would grab my notebook Uh and poor company. They had to suffer through my stories and poems. (laughs) And then as I grew, I got into science and got distracted, moved away from writing. I've always been curious about literature, reading Shakespeare and all that. Uh So fast forward. After my years as a biochemist, learning how the body chemistry works, how brain works, moving into leadership and running multi million dollar projects in the Fortune 500 companies, I stepped into entrepreneurship. And mm. while I was planning my exit, I was doing a lot of work just to help people. Because to me, there's so much potential in the world that goes to waste. Mm. And I can say that with very strong feeling. I dislike that. I dislike yeah. that people's potential goes to waste. So I was helping a lot of kids. And one of the stories I'd love to share here very quickly is that there were kids who were learning. And as we were teaching them, they became anchors in one of the local radio station and just so amazing how they were blossoming. Wow. So what happened was one of the indie publishers, which are indie publishers are hybrid publishers between self-publishers and traditional publishers invited me. There was an investment mm-hmm. and said that profits from our book are going to child organization. And of course, you know, I'm all about promoting our youth because they are our next future generation. And I said, yeah, I'm happy to contribute. And uh, especially in the light that the profits are going for helping the children. And I was like, it's easy peasy. I've written all these technical reports and summarized mm-hmm. the data and uh, submitted to published papers and all that. Oh, what's this? It's going to be a piece of cake. That was one of the hardest things I've done in my life. I ate dirt pie of humility several times. And then well, one day, the publisher calls me and says that, you know what, Divya, we have, it's a collaboration book and we have a lot of other people waiting. You have gone one month, second month, third month. I think so, you can join us the next time round, And that's what just shook me up because I always think about people. I'm definitely not thinking about people here. I'm having all these mm-hmm. doubts. Oh, what if somebody thinks she's stupid? Oh, what if she, somebody thinks, who is she to have something to say about? Why is she coming across as an expert? All these mm-hmm. doubts that were running through my head that just shook me up. Like, And I was so caught in this quagmire that I had stopped thinking about others. And mm-hmm. that gave me the jolt I needed. And of course, that propelled me to write my chapter And from there, coming from a research and science background, neuro background, I decided I'm going to go dig deep into it. So I took a lot of courses and worked with world-class leaders. And then I've started writing books. I wrote one, two books, three books. And then my coach one day tells me, Devye, what's happening here? From going from crying your eyes out to write one chapter, now you're spitting out books. I don't know. So he's like, he has me sit down and then we are going through our coaching sessions. He says, okay, tell me what you're doing. And then I found out that I was using Lean Six Sigma approach, all the things that I had learned Mm -hmm. and just sitting and writing there automatically Mm -hmm. because I had always been passionate. I'd been a bookworm. And I'll tell you, you gave me a good book. I would sit and read it on a tree rather than go do anything. And I've got Gosh, books everywhere. Just some women collect shoes and jewelry. I collect books. And then people started asking me, how do you write it? And of course, also along the way, I was taken for a ride by a couple of indie publishers, spend of dollars and no results. Mm. So I don't do anything by halves. I decided to jump into the deep end and say, I'm able to see the potential. That's how I've been a coach. I've been coaching since six, seven years at that period of time. Now I've been coaching for 12, 13 years. I said, I can pull that out. And I don't need to know because that's been my philosophy. This is my philosophy. You should not be the smartest person on your team. You should not be the smartest person in the room. I can find that potential and help them craft that story because that's what I've been doing. Build Mm -hmm. people up and pull their strengths out. I'm doing that. And then that became the story. And as I was using for my book, we started using the process, which is very personalized. It's not one size fits all. And I brought on top-notch editors and book designers and formatters. Slowly, I built my family. And I don't even call them my team. They're my family. It's almost a team where a lot of our authors have either called us doulas or OBGYN. We are taking a piece and heart of their soul. We take good care of it because once the book is out there, it's out there forever. And that's why authors are so rare. Actually, 97% of people who start to write their book don't finish writing their book. That's true. And that's how I got
1: started. Wow. Wow. So after, so, but you just started turning out hits after hits. How did you start getting 10 times? Ten times, number one. I'll share with you my first few books, if you were to pick them up, they're boring. They're still out there. (laughs) Okay.
0: And you'd be like, hmm, these books don't do anything for me. And then I started connecting with readers and as we brought on experts on a team, Mm -hmm. I was open to feedback. I was open to criticism. And we can call it criticism, we can call it constructive feedback, whatever you want to call it. I was open to having my turn open by my editors. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, this is horrible. I wouldn't even turn a page around. I wouldn't even do this. And I let them be. And sometimes what happens is that we so many, We sometimes we get so caught, oh, I don't want to hurt this person's feeling. Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Because authors are sensitive and I'm sensitive to else. And that's what the editor that I still work with, he told me, "Tibia, you know what? If you take away just that I got to think how you got to write, then you're taking away my feedback from me. You're taking away the knowledge that you're not trusting me. You got to know that I care for you, that I'm not going to have you put yourself out there where you're going to look bad. So if you can Mm -hmm. get over that hump, and I had to, I said, I got, I had to eat the dirt pie. And sometimes, yeah. then I realized I don't know it all, and that's why I have my family to support. Wow! I'm not the crown; we all are the crown. We come together because I always say Ranasuko. Individually, we are a drop of water. Together, we are an ocean. We have that power. We have that ecosystem where we can nurture so many. Authors, where we can help them grow, where we can help them heal, because writing is cathartic. Writing is about putting that stake in the ground and claiming, you know what? This is my life's narrative. This is my experience. This is my perspective on it. And I am willing to get behind it. I'm willing to stand it, my Mm -hmm. ground. I'm willing to own it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I have done a lot of revisions. We Mm use beta readers and we use partly a lot of my process. So it is blood and sweat. It's not something you churn out in a weekend. And there are books, you can definitely do that. You can churn out in a weekend. But this is work of sweat, blood and tears. And Mm -hmm. it's been good. And actually, I'll say that the one of the books behind me, Expert to Influencer has been a bestseller for 32 months.
1: Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. That is awesome. I really awesome. appreciate wow. that. Thank you. So you, you're you welcome. So you've basically given voice to the messages that you have written about and things like that. So how, how could I um, and any other person who's li- either listening to the audio version or, or watching this on the, the video version? How, how can we give voice to our message and be seen as a thought leader? Is it just strictly through the process of writing books or is it through our online presence? What is it? It can be through multiple things. There are a
0: lot of internet gurus, online marketers who say there's only one thing and that's their thing. It's mm. what, basically what works for you. And I'll share like my that. experience and experience for my author's. You can be online. I do Facebook lives. I'm on Instagram. I do videos. I do reels. I do blog posts. I do articles. And at the same token, one of the things that entrepreneurs make a mistake is that they think this is enough. Because this is short-lived. You can do Facebook ads. You can do Google ads. The thing is that you got to keep on feeding it. It is Mm. that monster. you got to keep on feeding it. Got to keep on creating social media content because, and then it's gone. It's gone. The shelf life is so short. Yeah. And from, I'm not saying that it's not for everyone. If you figured it out, go for it. In my books, think about it. If I'm sitting here and telling you that my book has been a bestseller for 32 months, it has got a lot of weight to it. And just being an author has a lot of weight to it because I'm claiming my piece of ground and i'm saying that what i'm saying in there i own it and yes you may yeah. criticize me i'm okay with that not mm. and unless you displease most people you have not done your job most people are going mm. to disagree with you and it's completely fine wow. you, you are not here to please everyone i'm here to connect with my person with the person who's hungry to live the life they deserve to have a lifestyle business who's hungry to influence, who's hungry to impact, who wants to leave a legacy. That's Mm -hmm. the first step is understanding that really is book for you. Because if it's, if the book is not for you, I wouldn't even get started. You want to put yourself out there, put yourself out there with quality, put yourself out there, not just let me slap a few pages together, throw some sizes, throw some blank pages and something and push it out there. It's your brand on the line.
1: Right. And so that's where I'm
0: sharing that for me, book is the ultimate marketing tool because I'll share with you, I get most of my clients through my books. Oh, really? And you did ask, how can you get started? So how can you get started is first, got to be hungry. Unless you're not hungry, don't even think about writing a book. You got to be hungry that I want to make an impact because think about it. You may be able to do coaching. You may be able to go do masterminds. How are you taking your message? How are you giving voice to your message that will reach a whole lot more? Book can be with so many more people than you can be personally. So to me, it's about the impact. So the first thing Dr. C is to be hungry to serve. Mm -hmm. And when you're hungry to serve, And then, so that's the first step, that's Mm -hmm. sign. And then second is, you gotta know that you have had the experience. You have gone through something, whether it is adversity in your life, whether it is something you have helped your clients with, whether it is you have come up with a new product, you have achieved something in your life. And you know that Mm. you have gone Mm -hmm. through the ups and downs And you have come through it. So that's the second sign that you know that you're ready for it. So as you're thinking about getting ready to write a book. Now, the third sign is that you are ready to take that and grow your business. Create a business that will bring in more clients. Create a business that's going to run on its auto. Create a business where you don't have to worry about sales. But gosh, i am going to go again on that sales. Think about it. If you had a book, And if you, somebody had a question, if you just took a screenshot of that one page and sent it to them, how powerful is that? And just being able to say that, oh, here you go. You have objections. Why don't you read a book? And actually, one of my fellow authors, she was recently having a conversation with me and she says that I tell people, go buy my book. And if you're not even willing to spend that $5.99, I don't want to work with you. So you can weed out. The clients that you don't want to work with. like like, First thing is, got to be hungry to serve to create that mm -hmm. impact. Second is that you understand the value that book brings. The third is that you want to grow your business and create that lifestyle business. You understand that it's the marketing tool. The fourth thing is just get started. That stream of consciousness. You can Mm -hmm. go to a happy place. I go to the woods or to the beach. Or even in my backyard, you can be in Starbucks, wherever it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Watch your phone and go for a stream of consciousness. Just speak your thoughts and minds. So that's how. Just for getting started, given the time we have, there's so much more to cover. But just to get started, this is how you can.
1: Yeah, one of my, one of my favorite places to to spend writing just whether it's a book, whether it's a, whatever it is to spend writing is at the beach. I love it. I love to go sit up under one of the umbrellas or a good, some shade in the trees, from the trees. And I love to just stare out at the waves and be inspired. First, one of the first things I'll do is experience gratitude. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for this, grateful for that. And then I just, inspiration just hits. Inspiration hits and and next thing you know, I'm writing. And sometimes it could be a song. It's just, I'm writing. But I, the reason why I said that is because I know that, this, that there is a period for writing to come back to me now. As I am making various transitions and things in life, I know the writing is coming. It's time to write again. And as I'm getting things in place with my business and my brands, I am in, making room for intentional writing. I am making space for intentional writing, but to, and to be seen as a thought leader with, from the books and from the messages shared, that, that would be awesome for me to even say a one-time bestseller, you have 10 times, but for me to just even be a one-time bestseller would be awesome. It would be something that I would greatly love. So is there a process that you teach people or is it that your company, you help people become bestsellers is there something that you're able to do with that or is it just no? You know it's, it's based on your book
0: it's it's a process because anything there are algorithms everywhere folks and that's the oh. reality of today's world same thing oh. with tiktok right if you have a website you gotta do the seo do the backlinks
1: yeah so Ooh.
0: the first thing is you gotta own it because you are your brand and I'm going to keep mm-hmm. on going back to it that you are hungry to serve. You're hungry to own it. You're ready to claim that stage and put your mm-hmm. stake in the ground. That's mm-hmm. the first step. Because that's going to show in your writing. I could mm-hmm. do, do the best writing in the world, give you the best written book because we do ghostwriting as well. And when you're taking that book and showing up, if you've not claimed it, so I'll share very quickly my process. So the first step is I see you. Because mm-hmm. if somebody's not ready, then we don't believe in pushing it. you got to okay. be ready. When somebody's ready, I see your potential. Then the okay. second step is we work on the mindset. When I talked about building confidence in the narrative, then we see you. So you are seeing you through our eyes because it's a whole family bringing on the client.
1: Okay. Then you see you. Okay. You,
0: yes. Yeah. You know what? I rock and it's okay to share that because guess <laughs> why? When you are rocking, your experience is going to be the guiding light for somebody's survival. Yeah. Just don't think about you. It's not about you over here. It's important yeah. for you to take that responsibility and take your life experiences and share it with someone. Even if one person gets impacted, that's one too many. And reason I say that is because it's not just one person, it's people around their family. So let be the guiding light for somebody else. So that's the first phase. And then the second phase is depending on somebody where they want to... So we go from ideation to creating best-selling authors. So for example, let's say somebody wants us to work with them throughout. So we take their idea and my team will do the research or depending on how the person wants it. People, we give them the guidance, go doing the research, because it's also important aside your potential, how marketable the idea is. And we make sure. So now we are bringing that authority. We are bringing that piece, the experience that my team has. We do the research. Yep. Looking good. And even smack inside the book, We are helping you take your stories and your anecdotes and experiences and putting together in such a way that it becomes a piece of art Mm -hmm. where people look at that and say, oh, yeah. And from there, while this is happening, I've got a full team that is doing market research for the best-selling campaign. Everything is going in parallel. We make sure that your cover stands out. Because as you see right there behind my book, if you're looking at the one, the blue is, it's the entrepreneur's garden. So you're seeing mm-hmm. that there is that watering hose. Yes. So there are like subtle ways without going. And then if you look at expert to influencer, you're seeing that wave come in. Mm. Yes, wave does have the power, but when it's coming to the shore and it's taking that thing, it's pulling in the power and becoming an influencer. So there's a lot that goes on. I could go on and on for <laughs> days together. So, okay. Yeah. So we're making sure that it's sustainable for a long period of time. It's not that we just want you to get, okay, we do the market research. We are helping you down the algorithms. We are publicizing it a lot. We want it to be quality that has longevity. Okay. And then together, I- it's always a partnership. We, nobody can do it alone we take you through the best-selling journey and here's what i'll tell you we so far our process my team has never missed a beat time of the time that's where i say 160 now actually we must be with these this year's authors probably 170 and counting we have been able to achieve the best-selling status and the beauty of it is it's a degree once you have it nobody can take it away from you and you don't have to say 10 times you can just say a number one best selling author and that or a best selling author and it gives the credence, nothing else.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, are profits and purpose exclusive once you get into this process? So here's what I'll say that since we are talking
0: about leadership, I say the book is a lost leader. And so we do not keep any profits from any authors. There are a lot of companies out there hybrid pub, the indie publishers who keep 50%. We don't do that. No. Okay. The author keeps it all. And here's what I'll tell. Unless you're constantly marketing your book, you're not going to make money because let's do the math folks. I'm just going to unpack it here. Let's say you want to make thousand dollars from your book. Now let's Mm -hmm. say your book is at $10 just to keep the math simple. Probably Mm -hmm. 50, 60% is taken by Amazon. Now you're making maybe four bucks per book. Yeah. Now, if you're dividing thousand by four, it is what? Two, eight. So you got to sell 220. Not doing the math here, folks. Become bad with that. You got to sell over 200 books to make Mm $1,000. And now think about it. Now, if you take the conversion rate, you have to go talk to thousands of people before you sell that many or market that much. Versus if you write a book in a way that that your book gives you one client for $1,000, you just got to market it to one person. So I always say that don't look at the book and you can bring in money. Don't get me wrong. My books do bring in money, but I am consistently (coughs) marketing. I'm putting in money Mm -hmm. for ads and part of the profits are going to entrepreneurs across the globe because I want to help Mm -hmm. them. I want to serve. So I'm not looking at the profits from my book to bring in the money. It's more about keeping the name out there, marketing it. So the key is that if you look at your book as a lost leader, meaning that this is something that I'm going to invest in. And use it to grow my business. Use it, repurpose it for speaking engagements. Gosh, I could keep on going and going. How you can use the book to heal yourself, to put your stake in the ground, to create that authority and get that title of best-selling author—that's priceless. You can put a tag to it. It's getting going and getting your PhD, Doctor C. Can put a price mm-hmm. to it. All the years right. you have spent on it. So similarly. The book is the time you invest for playing the long game. And of course, you can still make money. I'm not saying you cannot make money. So last year alone, I made quite a bit of money because people invited me to speak. Once things opened up, they bought 100 copies. I didn't even have to go and sell. So you can make money. And at the same token, what I say is that if you're going just in it to make money from the book, It's a long road then. I would say that then that's all you got to be doing. Eating, living, breathing, dreaming, sleeping in, and even taking it in the bathroom. Sorry to be a little crass, but I'm willing to do that.
1: Wow. And so would you say that's one of the ways to create a sustainable business through writing? or Oh, yeah. Oh, because
0: then the book becomes your marketing tool. I mentioned, let's say somebody has an issue, right? Somebody's like, oh, I don't know if I want to purchase. You never have to sell. You take a screenshot Mm -hmm. from your book and reach out to them and say that it's completely fine. You don't have to buy. Somebody is asking a question. You can use that book to share with people how good you are. You don't have to sit Mm -hmm. on a sales call and keep on proving, oh, yeah, my team has done that. Now, just right here for an example right here i'm sitting and i'm telling you guys and if you guys want to check it out let's see how much divya knows is she truly an influencer is she truly somebody that knows her stuff all you gotta do is go to maybe amazon spend 4.99 and check me out simple so what Mm. you're doing is you're cutting away the objections it's a simple place where people say yes to you for a small price they can try you out and once they try you out and if the book is written in a way people will come back i can share stories about my clients so one of my clients penny her book was written around the fiber code she's a hypnotherapist and being a hypnotist now other hypnotists are asking for her book that hey can we use your book to share it with our patients Then one of the doctors, he has access over the whole, he wants to buy a stack of her books. So we Mm -hmm. don't know what opportunities the book is going to bring. Then a lot of people have got speaking engagements. A lot of people have got coaching contracts. A lot of people have got interviews on the media recognition. Mm -hmm. So it's all about authority, folks. Having your social footprint. Here's what I'll say. Oh, what is social media footprint? People are going to go check you out. If you're telling mm-hmm. them that this is by me, so rather than saying buy me, you can go and check a person out at your leisure, at your convenience, without feeling the pressure. And people do check you out. People are going to look because it is crowded, folks. And let's face the facts. Since COVID-19, it has the online world has like become so crowded that it's hard to stand out. You put out a post, it's gone. It's not visible to maybe five percent with the algorithms mm-hmm. on all the social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or whether it is Instagram or TikTok. You gotta do the work to do that visibility to create that online presence versus this. When people see that you have a book, when people see that you are a best-selling author it says it all. You don't have to go
1: proving yourself. Okay. So that's part of how to create a sustainable business through authorship. Mm -hmm. It's
0: building your authorship builds authority. And when you build authority, you can charge more. And that's where we were asking how to increase your income without spending Mm -hmm. a dime.
1: Oh, I see. Hmm. I see. I see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and
0: and think about it. I said very clearly, right? I don't work with everyone. Yeah, and why people are okay with that? Because people know I have a lot of. I, for example, I contribute to Forbes. I contribute to Entrepreneur. I'm contributing to CEO World Magazine. Addicted to Success. Could go on and on. That didn't happen in a day. It took me some time to get there. So when people go check my social media footprint, including my books. People know that I have paid my dues. Yeah. And I can help them cut short the road. They don't have to travel and get bruised and hurt and heal. I did. I've already yeah. fallen so many times. And gosh, I've eaten so many humble pies and dirt pies that I can't even recall. So <laughs> mm-hmm. many failures, but those failures have been the feed forward. So think about it. Now, I was approached last year. Because I've got book, hey, so let's see how you can increase your business without spending a dime. You have your book. It's the tree that keeps on giving. So one is that your authorship gives you authority. And now when somebody comes and says, why are you charging so much money? You just give them a book. And it can be a lead magnet. It can be a PDF Mm -hmm. that you want to use. It can be used so many ways, folks. You send it to them. They try you out. And then it's just easing your pricing. Even if you raise your price every year by 3%, 5%. So you're not doing anything. You're using the book as a tool to support what you're doing. Okay. So now you've raised the pricing. Did you have to pay any money? Nope. Now, how else can you find that money in your business? Take your book and see if you can grab some opportunity in your local bookstores. So a lot of my clients do that. They get the books at author price, which is much lower. So this way now you're not paying to Amazon, right? And create an event. And now knock on wood, everything is opening up again. You market your books, 10, 15, 20 books, set up an event. So just past recently, I went to an event, took 30 books of my own, sold 20 books, somewhere around 15 bucks of profit ma'am, you are not putting in any additional money and you're making money off that. And of course, there are so many other things that you can do. Just go through, bear what you're doing in your business. Like there are a lot of things. So for example, you may be spending a ton of money on one professional. Join hands, collaborate. Join hands with a couple of people and say that, okay, how about if we hire one professional together so this is i'm just giving tips this has got nothing to do with the book hire one professional together you can hire the top-notch professional and because it is three or four people hiring you can give them a retainer of 40 hours a week but split the money now because they're an expert in their field what you're doing is you don't have to spend the whole 400 500 a week You're only paying a fraction of the price and getting the best quality. And this way you're saving money of hiring a good professional. So there you go. You have saved that money. So you're growing your business without spending a dime. So there are multiple ways of doing that. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the comprehensive answer. I appreciate that very much. Okay. So... If someone wanted to get in touch with you or they wanted to connect with you so they could maybe join your family in terms of being one of the authors that you helped to publish, share with, would you mind telling us what's the best way to connect with you?
0: You can connect with me through my website. You can connect with me through my email, contact at com or any of the social media. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. Just drop me a message and we can see if we are the right fit. We can explore if we will be able to serve you to the best of our capacity and capability. Mm-hmm. Because if we are not able to do that, then we let you know. Because here's the thing. We only take on a few people every quarter because we want to do the best. Okay. Our authors. yeah, It's not about the numbers. It's about the service because we can like only that. be in service of others if we are in service of ourselves and when when i say that being in service of ourselves is that working with a select few and that's the reason i also recommend that for you doing that when we talk about making more money is that when you are selective
1: yeah you're
0: able to charge more because you're delivering better quality and then mm-hmm. if you want to serve more people just write a book You can share your expertise. I don't hold anything back, folks. I pour everything in my books and I'll share. Actually, I have a testimonial on one of the Amazon pages. One of my readers, Nancy, amazing lady. She's in Chicago. And if you're looking for a bookkeeper, she very Mm -hmm. precisely, she took my book, The Entrepreneur's Garden, and she created a mastermind around it. So ingenious. And she uses my book as her go-to guide. She always has that. She did that for a couple of years and gave me a testimonial. That book helped her increase her business revenue by 44%. And she was so precise. Amazing wow. lady.
1: Wow. That's beautiful. You can
0: serve by being in service to yourself and by being in service to others.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much for that. And for those of you who saw it, this is how you can get in contact with Divya Parek. Once again, it's her website. Here, which is entrepreneur.diviaparek.com and then also her email address at uh, at contact.diviaparek.com. And of course, you can always just check the show notes and the description box below so that you can have access to all of her contact information and you can connect with her. For those of you who are interested in seeing if you qualify to work with Divya, that would be a good thing to do. All right, Divya, before we end out, because I know time is winding up, the episode has been going by pretty quickly. What is the number one characteristic that you believe every leader should have, no matter the industry, no matter the field, no matter what? Every leader should be in service
0: of others. Have the Hmm. leadership heart. Because... When you have that focus and intention and efforts all coming in alignment to serve others, Mm -hmm. you rise high along with
1: them. And that's what I believe in. All right. So you got to have that servant's heart, servitude. I wonder if someone said that. I think I may have had one or two people. No, I think maybe only one other person in season one who said you need to be a servant leader. Yeah. I think you're the second person maybe who said that. excellent. Listen, Divya, thank you so much for being in the Leader's Lab with us on today. We so appreciate you being with us and contributing such valuable information, such valuable information and content today. Oh, Dr. C, thank you so
0: much for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Listeners, thank you for joining us. I want to leave you with one thought. You got the potential.
1: Unleash it. Don't let it go to waste. I love it. I love it. She said, You have the potential. Unleash it. Don't let it go to waste. And listen, we're going to tell you once again we want you to take what you learn here in the Leaders Lab and apply it to your lives so that it can continue to help you as you develop, continuously develop into the kind of leader that is progressive, the kind of leader that continues to grow, the kind of leader that doesn't stop learning, doesn't stop growing, doesn't stop serving, doesn't stop improving. And uh, so I do want to say thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're listening on the audio version or the video version of the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us on today. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Leaders Lab podcast, download today's episode, rate, comment, and share so we can continue reaching millennial entrepreneurs all across the globe. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like button and, and don't forget to subscribe so you can join the DC TV family and you can be in the know. You can know what's going on with our brand and with our community. I also invite you all to connect with me everywhere on social media with the handle at Dr. Charity TV. If you are not already connected, what are you waiting on? Go ahead and connect. And as always, it's been a pleasure to come to you today. I'll see you all next week in the lab.
0: Thank you for listening to the Leaders Lab podcast. Visit our website at www.drcharitytv.com and follow us on all social media platforms with at Dr. Charity TV.